Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am Eli Thunder, and we got uh we got a we got a new co-host today. It's his first time co-hosting. Jameson Sunbeam, welcome to the pod. How you doing, bud? I am fantastic. Second time co-hosting for the record. Second time co-hosting. If you haven't already figured it out by his like just beautiful, sexy fucking voice, it's Elbow Baggins Benny, <laughs> aka Blackjack Benny, aka um uh, uh what, what, what was the other one we gave you? Um, um, I don't, I don't know. We got Benny and the Jets. You, you named off pretty much. Benny and the Jets. What was the other one when you had like this? You had a stash, or what did you have? You had oh, um, the mutton chops, Benny. What did I? What, what was it? I don't know what that one. You was. had a thing on your face when you last time you would kill. Yeah, handlebar it. Benny. Handlebar Benny, aka uh, bachelor Benny, bachelor party Benny. Um, uh, Jordan is not with us today because he's got COVID. Again, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> right? I tell mean, him, tell him, let him know. Who knows? Allegedly, I, I, I think his body could just couldn't keep up I with think the party. He's got a little bitch body. Just couldn't keep up with the party. You yeah. know, it's not for everybody. Little Tykes Lit is not here today. Um, we uh, we'll we'll get into the bachelor. We had Benny's bachelor party, and we made it back. And I got the uh, I got the text yesterday from Jordan not feeling well and I said okay okay hang up I'm calling my brother yeah I said Benny you in What'd I think I was already gonna be on it as a guest I think you were yeah and then um and then he called out sick you know he called out sick couldn't handle it um so uh lovely to be with you guys um I I honestly would much rather be doing the episode with my brother every time because you and I are just fucking, you know, I mean, Eli Thunder and fucking. I mean, Jordan's out, you know, yeah. like at this point. At this rate, he'll have COVID every week, so it will just be us. Exactly. So the way it's going with him. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, hope everyone is doing well out there. Um, just because we we've got like, you know, pretty much who who like, you know, we, we did a number one fans thing. You know, as you know, Benny, mm-hmm. um, you're a number one fan, <laughs> right? I mean, I would hope you know so. I mean? Like you were one, you were like, you were like not a candidate because it was just like, duh, it was too easy. You know, I feel like I'm just in the rolling credits every episode. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's why yeah. it's more of one of those, you know, throw the bone to somebody Who, else. Who's the, uh, who's the guy. And I feel like you might know this. Who's the guy that is the creator like who like of law and order. He's just always in the rolling credits. Isn't it like Dick Wolf? Dick Wolf. You're, you're Dick Wolf. I watched law and order SVU today. It's on every, every other day. I learned that about you, uh, in the last like, you know, year and a half that, uh, you're you pop on Law and Order like Law and Order SVU. Yeah, that's your obligatory. Not it. even an obligatory. It's just a constant. Love it. If it's on, I'm watching it, and it's on every other day, all day on like USA. You're Dick Wolf. I'll take that. You're Very Dick successful. Wolf. Yes. Um. Yeah. So so happy to be here with you guys. We if you know we keep this thing rolling. 
Um, as long as I'm not sick, I will grab somebody else. Or what did I tell you yesterday? I said I'll do it by myself. Mm. Or that should have been on my sitcom list. Was an uh, an Law and Order one uh, of our long Mo- discussions of uh, our Benson. We, we our, Mount chose- Ru- our Mount Rushmores. Yeah, I can't believe I missed many- that one. Dude, how many Mount Rushmores? A lot of Mount Rushmores, a lot of disagreements. A lot of of Mount Rushmores this weekend. I was okay with it. There was a point in time where I was like, is this getting, like, you know, old? No, I think think with how much uh, alcohol was being consumed and the way the weekend was going, you know, it it just kind of of fell into place. It was... It was a part of the weekend, you know. Everybody's yeah. not Rushmore. Yeah, I mean, you've got Dougs. I mean, we we can get into specific details of having our own Mount Rushmore. So we got old Doug with any, Samantha any, from uh, yeah. from Sex in the City, You're and then uh, up again. oh man, what was his uh, let's what was his movie? Uh, gone, gone on the gone with the wind. Let's let, you want to you want to hammer that one out real quick? <sighs> it's or, Let's let let me just do an intro and let's hammer it out. Let's just go into the batch party because that's he was a wild card. So Benny's batch party was this weekend. I mean, fucking success, dude! I had so much fun. It was a blast. It was one of those where I wish we. It's just something we could do every weekend or every other weekend. And I, I would be okay yeah, with that. Yeah, man. You know, we've done this before. We've gotten the guys together. I've done a few batch parties before. This one took the cake. It was a good one. We had a, we just had a good group, and we did it in a, a nice little area where it's not like we went down to Key Largo. Yeah, we didn't do the whole like go to Key West and do Wall Street and hit Mm-mm. up the bars, and it's just your usual suspect things or go to Vegas or New Orleans stuff like that. Like they're all fun. I said, hey, let's do a little mm-hmm. little Key Largo, more yeah. personable, and everybody can kind of we'll figure it out. You know, yeah. we'll play it as it goes. It, that's exactly what it was. We were like, we'll figure it out. You know, you know, maybe kind of low key. Uh, not only did we figure out, and not only was it not low key, it was just it, everything clicked. Everything did click. Yeah, everything I, did click. I turned. I, I had so many people, uh, you know, on Saturday night, our last night there, turned to me, and everyone just looked. Look, they were looking at you. You, you had, you had like it was like I've never seen Ben have like just this much fun. You. You were like, it was, was so proud. It was the group. It was yeah. the group I wanted to be with, and mm-hmm. just consuming alcohol and and playing games. I'm a game guy, so yep. you know we get a little game going, and we get the alcohol flowing. We had a good group. I think all of those things just aligned, and you know, yeah, nobody was like on the outs. Everybody was good. You had the scooter mm-hmm. game thing going. Yeah, the Raiders road. The Raiders road. Raiders fucking took over. We had an e-bike highway down there, and I mean, the Keys is officially the mecca of e-bikes. Yeah. So let's dive right into the batch party because we're gonna do it. Uh, yeah, we got we have to debrief because that was one thing that we were gonna do. Yeah, with Jordan on here, but he he was gone. I was like, well, I gotta get, you know, Ben has got to do it. So we had anything that got brought up, we turned it into a Mount Rushmore. Yes. But the main two things that we really were hammering home was we we were doing Mount Rush. We went around and we did the Mount Rushmores of sitcom characters, which, which was a hot topic. Which it seems like it's obvious what a Mount Rushmore is, but if for the guests that aren't familiar with it, it's it's your top four, yes. hence the Mount Rushmore, of whatever topic it is. Right. And that's it. Yeah. And, uh, and I just want to preface before we get into this, any of these Mount Rushmore's that we talk about, if as you're listening, if you've got one, 
or if you if you get when you get your list, call us in, text us in 305-741-3671. We want to hear them. And no, it will likely be argued against because it's going to be a terrible suggestion. Yes. Unless it's a suggestion that I had. Yes, exactly. Exactly. If it's not one of mine, it's probably not a good one. Yeah. That's that was the that was just the idea of the whole Mount Rushmore, and that's that's really what stemmed from it all was, you know, if it wasn't yours, it was wrong. Yeah, it was and then like there were some that were it, just real wrong. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you're coming with, if it, if it wasn't pleasing, Benny, mm. Mm. it's my weekend. Fuck off. Yeah. So we did the Mount Rushmore of sitcom characters. Um, I believe that's what like really started it off. Yeah. Um, I I think mine was. I had I had I'll leave the controversial one for last. I'm trying to remember what mine were. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what mine too. I believe I know I had Lucille Ball in there. You did. Um I had Martin. You did. I had Martin in there. And um I had uh oh I said George Costanza. Mm-hmm. And then the very controversial one, which once I got beaten down to a pulp by it, I regretted it. Mm-hmm. Mr. Feeney yes. from Boy Meets World. Yeah, that was a terrible one. That one, that was right behind the Samantha one. That I mean, one. Mr. Feeney was a loved character. We all loved him. But Mr. Feeney like, came in with just like teaching like a life lesson or something i was going for the reaction thing there was just nothing funny about mr finney he was always super serious he wasn't meant to be like a funny character so it was one of those where i was like i was going for a reaction thing there and and it was fucked up i should have just chose dennis from always sunny yeah which i think was on mine i think mine came from two shows i really can't remember man you had kramer and and george and george i had which i didn't like that you took two from one correct but I mean, those are the shows that really stick with me, you know. Like, and then the Seinfeld one was a classic, and I'm pretty sure I did Always Sunny. But I think the argument was, did you? I don't think you. Well, I think of maybe why I didn't go Always Sunny was the big argument, and I stand by is whether or not it's a sitcom. But if you Google it, it's the longest running sitcom or whatever yeah. it is. But then I go to argue, how is that a sitcom when they have ten episodes a year? That to me is just a series. It's se- it, they have seasons, like which sitcoms? Do you do, remember but- your other two? I don't, which is terrible. Do you want to make them up right now? Fuck it. Well, no, because if we're going with Always Sunny, it's it's a hundred percent in there. Dennis which one? is one hundred percent. Dennis is Dennis yours too. Hundred percent Dennis. And I then thought, I, I I'd take you for a Charlie Day guy. Charlie would have been my I, next I one. I take you for a Charlie guy. Charlie would be like my next a, one, or like a Danny DeVito. It's hard to pass Char- uh, Dennis. No, Dennis. Dennis reigns supreme. Yeah, and he's one of the best characters. I'm trying to think of what yeah what your other ones were in. Yeah, I'm drawing there. a blank on that one, which is a shame. They weren't bad. No, I just don't remember what they were. Yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, the weekend was a blur. Today was the first day I really started to like, come to. Like, I had yeah. meetings for work yesterday, and I I'd sat match. on them. And I think a couple meetings, like my counterpart, somebody was just like commenting on how I was saying nothing. And I was just like, I had mashed potato brains, I go, man. For- I am just not in entertainment mode. And like having these like bright conversations with you guys right. is like gone. Yeah, I'm. I'm still trying to rack my brain. I I can't think of yours. They I were just fine though. I, I just recall a lot of. I just recall mostly other people's terrible ones, if anything. Yeah, we had some about Doug. Uh, limped in with the worst one. He it, said, "Well, he, he, 
I think two of his on there were really bad. I think he had... Well, the worst one to me of all the Mount Rushmore's we did was the fact that he said Samantha from Sex, Sex in the City. Yeah. I was just like... That's not a sitcom. And, and Is it? I'm like, that's a whole other part of the conversation. That, that That's what was a lot of the arguments was whether these are sitcoms He just wanted a banger. His list was strictly off of like wanting to have sex with the character. And I was just yeah, like... he was like Elaine, Samantha. And then afterwards like, he said... And then even with the movies, he was like... Well, these are just like his sitcoms were based on if he wanted to have sex with the character, and then his movie Mount Rushmore's were not like his favorites, but like the most viewed or like like the most viewed or the most popular by by the people. And it was just like, are you not understanding this game? It's yours. And I think those were cop outs, and that's why he said that. Because on his Mount Rushmore of uh, of because we said, what's your What's your favorite movie? Like your Mount Rushmore favorite movies? And he said, "Gone with the Wind." Shocker! That one. I looked at him and I go, "You, I guarantee you've never seen that movie from start to finish." And if you have not, I don't even want to hear it. And then he had like a, another like, one. I don't even want to hear characters too. from a show if you've never seen the show. Yeah. Like just because it, it was like, I think someone Chris said like Fonzie, and I was like. The Fonz, yeah. Listen, that, Fonz is yeah. a good one, but have you, you were upset seen, with the Happy Days? I go, yeah, have you, you even fucking seen multiple or like seasons of Happy Days? We're like naming shows that are from like the seventies and eighties when nobody was born. Not to say that they're bad shows or movies, but you haven't watched them religiously. Now you're just saying Fonzie because it's Fonzie. You know, he's a he's a, a very popular and well known character, and it's like. Uh-uh. Mr. So my Mr. Feeney was really bad. How close was Fonz to that? Was it not that Feeney close? was worse than Fonz? Was Fon- the Fonz is the Fonz is a is a character. I mean, he's a he's well known, loved. Like that's a that's a your, that's give, a big give me, one. Give me, but your, Feeney, give me your best Fonz right now. Hey, right, I mean, nice. but Feeney's like there's nothing that I, you can I wish remember. I never did there's it. nothing it you can remember so or dumb. quote from Feeney. Is my problem? It was dumb. If you're not quoting the character. I don't want to hear I it. I went for a reaction, and it was just didn't pay off well, at all. Well, I think somebody like named Boy Meets World or something, and then you came out of left field with that, or maybe that's just how it eased into the Boy Meets World, and I was like, listen, I'll respect the Boy Meets World one, I, which I'm surprised Doug didn't get into like Topanga and wanting to like bang, even though yeah. high school, so that's probably <laughs> right, too young. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, but I, then he also said Rachel from fucking Friends. Yes. And I'm like, okay. The kid was horned Oops, up. Oops, again, like <laughs> Oops. Like your second one. The kid was is horned up. Rachel? Like, come on, man. Like, you're naming friends. Okay, like, big sitcom, I'll give you that. Friends was huge. But you're gonna tell me Rachel's the most memorable one from that show? No. It's no chance. And he said it again, he's like, Well, she was hot. I would bang her. It's like, okay. Really quickly, just a disclaimer, um, it's raining cats and dogs here at the studio, so uh, the outside noise that you're hearing, I'm sorry. There's nothing we can do about it. Uh, we, we like to have our natural light here, like with the windows. So uh, we got a little rain. We got a little rain action going. That's Florida. So Let's not apologize to anybody else. This is paradise. We live yes. in a, Thank you. a yeah, tropical right. par- fucking paradise. People are living and snowed into their houses and all bundled up like crazy. And what do we have to deal with? Rain every now and then? Sure, I don't have to put my sprinklers on. Do Done. you want to hear my uh, my uh, my other option that I was in between with Mr. Feeney? I was in between two people, and I went with Mr. Feeney. Do you want to hear my other my other one was? Hit me, uh, Wilson from uh, Home Improvement. 
would have that been better? Um, the no, that would have been worse because that's another one. What did he do? He's a guy that just again, that's a Mr. Feeney. He like brings in like life lesson stories. Like, there's no way you don't go with Tim Allen on home improvement. Like, uh, well, well, I would probably go had, with Al over Tim. Either or, I'm okay with either or. Um, honestly, what was Al's last name? I don't know. I don't know either. But either way, I mean, it's one where it's like the only thing that's memorable about that guy is that he put his eyes above. You didn't see the bottom of his face, and that was a whole shtick that was amazing and well thought out and put into a show. But outside of that, what did the guy offer? Some life lessons every now and then, which is great. And if that's your guy and that's your character, cool. But to me, I'm not like, man, every time he came on, I'm like, yes, it's Mr. Wilson. Yeah. Like, this is the best part of yeah. the show. Yeah. Or Mr. Feeney, like, oh, this is the best part of the show. Did you have an animated character in yours? I'm still trying to think of yours. I think I wanted to throw South Park in there, but then we were getting to, like, whether that was a sitcom or not. So that was the that was the tough one yeah. to get into. Because otherwise, I would have gone straight at South Park. Um, We... uh. We made up names for everybody. We did. We did. How'd you like that? Um, the names were good. You guys all came out of left field, and I wouldn't have thought of one of those names. So we had, we uh, we we all had cowboy names for the weekend. I was Eli Thunder. Uh, Benny was Jameson uh, Sunbeam, which is still on a cake in Jordan's freezer. You're welcome, family. On, yeah, still on a cake in uh, down in yeah uh, Jordan's family's. Uh, uh, house, which I was supposed to take, and I'm mad. That They're going to open that freezer and just see a cake that says, Happy Birthday, Jameson Sunbeam. Yeah, yeah. Good, good for um, them. Yeah, it was good. We had some good ones. Jordan was uh, Rickshaw Lily. Yeah. That's where it all started. There were a lot of crazy ones. Um, There was a lot of good ones. Um, it all started with a boat ride. You guys went out on a boat ride, and like none of these names were happening, and then you guys went on a boat ride for like 20, 25 minutes real quick. Like probably seven of you or eight of you, and then you all came back and just started dishing out names. No, and you well, had all these names. And no, I was like, no, it okay. was it was Junior had his cowboy hat because okay. Junior, I guess, got gifted for Christmas uh, a cowboy hat because they're super into like the Yellowstone show. Okay, and he wants to be like you know one of the characters on there like really badly. He wants to and be a he, cowboy baby. Yeah, and he uh, he put his hat on. Jordan and I looked over and for some reason I was like that's not Jordan anymore that's Rickshaw and that that's how it started um mushrooms were injected first day man yeah and then you and I were the only ones I, that didn't I'm do pretty that. sure it was only you and I and everyone <laughs> and we got so, shit for that I mean maybe we did I don't I don't remember if we did don't give a shit if we got shit don't for give it. a shit um but yeah, that was crazy. Somebody brought literally a lot, a ounce, lot, an ounce Trip of mushrooms. Maxwell, Trip Maxwell, a lot of mushrooms, like a crazy amount, and they were all eaten, like that an amount day. that you used to like get when you were doing mushrooms in high school, right? Well, an amount you would sell or yeah. like disperse to a bunch of people, and like, but I guess he just knew everybody was going to be on that train, and shocked they finished them, shocked every one of them. I mean, just everyone was dosing up. Everyone got poisoned at one point. Everyone that took the mushrooms at one point regretted. Yes. Remember, Doug, yeah. I went inside the house to go get some barbecue sauce. Yeah. And he was going through it. 
Doug was. I had to take him on a little raider ride. Uh, yeah, you helped funk. him out there. Yeah. Yeah, some people were going on. A, some people got into a little funk. You know, he got into his funk. Fez got into his funk of, of Fez, and um, yeah, everyone just everyone kind of did their thing, I guess, and yeah, just consumed a lot of those. It was pretty crazy. Um, pretty crazy to see that the giggle fest was in full effect. Full effect. Um, I don't know how they did it. I mean, we're 30. What, uh, how, I mean, I'm, what are you, 32? 32, yeah. 34. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of past that, that, you know? Oh, I'm well past that. You know, I, I, it's, it's my, it's my brother's batch party and I'm trying to like cook and eat food. Yeah. Everyone else had a different idea, I guess. And they fall through with it and still came out like champions. Um, yeah, wild weekend. God, so much fun. Uh, the last day, we went and had a great fucking meal. Uh, how was your steak? By the way, I don't think I ever. Uh, it was good. How was the cowboy? You got the cowboy steak. I did. I got the uh, cowboy bone-in ribeye, the most expensive steak on the menu. Yep. Uh, it was good. The food was the food was good. Yeah. Now was it like the best steak I've ever had? No, I'm not gonna say that, but it was a very good steak. It was yes. cooked right and. Um, yeah, the food was great there. Um, so great that they wanted to follow us to the strip club. Yes, thank you. That transition—that's where I was going to with it. We uh, we got a we we got a party bus. We didn't uh, get a party bus. We got a stretch Hummer. We we got a, a 2003 um, a Hummer limousine. Yeah, the Ro- one that Roger. all of you listening probably had when you were a sophomore in high school for your homecoming. Facts, right? Probably that might have been the exact one. I think Sprague. I th- uh, I, well, I know because he was sitting next to me on the way down because it was raining. Uh, it was leaking. It was dripping on him. It was leaking from the <laughs> emergency exit hatch. Yeah, right. Yeah, just so that just goes to show you that thing should have been uh, should have been decommissioned uh, years ago. Yeah, we ran a muck on the island, and at first I was like, "All right, man, we're doing a a stretch Hummer, kind of odd. I don't know what to think. Like, it'll be cool." But really bought into it, man. Yeah, it, we did. It was pretty. Uh, it was pretty amazing and clutch because I mean, the the trip was like a perfect amount too of where we went. It was a perfect amount where it wasn't like we took the Hummer two to three miles down the road, like 10, 15 minutes away, just to like show shop. Like we took it from Key Largo to Almorada, so it was probably like a thirty to thirty five minute drive, right. which was like perfect for something like that because mm-hmm. being in an uber would have been much more a little bit more lame because we were a rowdy group rowdy we were ready to go we all had tons of ones in all of our pockets anywhere Dude. we went before the strip club like we made let's it known like about that. we all like in our front pockets of our shirts let's decided talk about to flaunt that. that we had at least i did not know i didn't know about that i did not see that coming everybody just had them in advance everybody was it was almost like for years everybody was saving up, was waiting for, for your... this situation, yes. and then just decided to like make it make it rain. I mean, they were recirculating our our ones in the strip club. I think well, I know for a fact, yeah, because they were running out behind the bars. I had to wait at one point fifteen twenty minutes to get my ones after I get to the server, and I was hovering over her. She had to give it to like the accountant guy or whoever who had to go into the back room for like fifteen minutes. Where the the strippers are going back with their ones, so I'm like, okay, you're recirculating these ones. I'm all right with that. We showed, we owned that strip club for the two hours that we were there. We absolutely owned. We paid for probably 
three to four months worth of elementary school for their kids. Um, we ch- we paid child support on nine strippers for the next six months. Crazy amount. We played. We paid Woody's rent, the nameless strip club, yes. for probably several months. All of Nick, their their P and L is going to look real good going into twenty twenty two. Only one month in. Uh, P and L. Their profit and loss. Profit and loss. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I knew that. Just wanted to make sure the the uh, the you know, listeners do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we show up to this strip club and, um, you know, I'm not even really, you know, the biggest strip club guy. Um, I love him for the record. Uh, and yeah, B- Betty's Betty's well-versed. Um, and, and we, the talk leading up to it was that, you know, Woody's was, you know, kind of just not even a okay. Well, it's just the, I think we no. underplayed it because it is a bare bones like strip club, and we're I think we're used to being spoiled where we've had some of the we've had the pick of our... the litter of like we've been to some of the best strip clubs you know in Tampa Jacksonville but we're in South Florida mm-hmm. it's like the mecca of strip clubs down here in a way and and the girls are just crazy yeah so like I've been to Woody's before and I've been to all the ones in Key West and Key West is good too but they they fly them in yeah and I've been to Woody's a couple times and. They're always just kind of basic because it's not. I mean, you you went in there. They only had one stage, and the stage was like a fucking small square. It was a little. It's pit, not it was a little, small. It was it's a little not hog pen. Oh, it's hundred percent a hog pen. It's yeah. a small little strip club. It's nothing great. Uh, the girls look good. They were. They weren't bad. I think we we're all pleasantly surprised. They uh, they brought in some good material for Saturday for us, and yeah, um, I think we were just in- intimidating to every single oh my God. patron in that place because of what we were doing. Like, Whoever I mean, there was... were like 12 of us, and we made it known to everybody without saying it to them all individually, this place is ours yeah. for the next two hours. Yeah, I feel bad for any, uh, other, uh, any other patron that was there because they got no attention. Yeah, and I talked to, like, I think Doug and Steven the next day at breakfast, and I was like, man, I go, imagine, like, us there for even when we walked in but let's say like 30 minutes into it because we were already we were getting after her immediately i gotta imagine those girls went back to the dressing room and just like girls it's gonna be a good night yeah like these yep. guys are crazy they've yeah. got a ton of money yep. like i think that it was just like whispered amongst them in the back where they were probably like they were high-fiving in the back yeah like we were high-fiving in the yes front. yes there was yes. high-fiving on both sides yes, happening that yes, night yeah. it wasn't just us high-fiving mm-hmm. they were high-fiving 100 percent. no one fell in love with the shipper except for uh except for doug except for longhorn mac yep uh longhorn mac fell in love with daisy oh yeah daisy from pompano yeah i think he was texting her yeah he's following up yeah she actually answered i think she said something but yeah she was a nice gal. I don't even remember which one that was. No. He like tried to say a name. And I was like, okay, don't know. Didn't nope. ask any of their names and didn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, the strip club was actually really a lot of fun. We were in and out. And like you said. I mean, um, we spent a minimum of six to $7,000. Oh, absolutely. And mind you, we were only there for. We were, we were only there for like two hours. Not. Yeah. It like was, hour and a half to two hours we were there. And we had that much money yeah like it was pretty crazy it was it was um longhorn mac immediately uh sparked up a cigarette 
Yep, immediately got called out. I'm on his side. Never been to a strip club where you can't smoke inside. That was a pretty crazy thing. And um, and what did and what was and and when he got called out, what did he do? He immediately put it out on the floor <laughs> of the strip club, which the DJ was and manager not did not like. Happy so immediately about. called him out for putting it out on the floor. He like left the booth to like go run over and yell and like do a thing. Oh yeah, Doug didn't give a shit. No, like, none of us did. We we're all just sitting there like this is hilarious. Like we don't really care. I think the one guy came up to me because I had my phone and I was like texting someone. I was like right on the side of the stage. He's like, hey man, he's like, you gotta put your phone away. And like, wasn't aggressive, like very kind of nice about it. And I was just like, and I still had my phone on even after. And I was just like, I kind of dare you. Bouncers were not big there. I kind of, they weren't, they weren't even bouncers. There were no bouncers. Right? I go, I dare you to go to your manager and try to tell him, yeah, you're gonna kick us out. Like, there's 0% chance of that happening. I was like, we are making you guys a lot of money. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that Um, was, uh, it was quite the escapade that was of, fun, um, of a strip club. That was uh yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um uh won't blow up Ben's spot, but uh I I, I paid a certain amount of money to uh, you know, the establishment to take Benny and take care of him. And that was an absolute story that stays between I was a focal point wow. of the entire club. How did, on the stage in front of complete strangers yeah, that everyone yeah. was probably... I've been to a lot of strip clubs and I've in never seen them... In very compromising positions. I've never seen them let anybody, uh, a guest, on the stage. No. And uh, they that was, a, that was a first. That was pretty incredible um, experience to yeah. see them allow that. And, and you, were a, you were a trooper too. Yeah. when I was paying for it and they were telling me what they were going to do and I was like, man, I hope Benny's down with this. Well, apparently, yeah, the manager said it could. It, it usually it could be worse, and I was just like, "Okay, well, I guess I'm glad it wasn't." The only I I paid I paid the owner. I went and found the owner, and I paid him for you know what we wanted done, and he said okay. Um, he grabbed you know the three girls that were going to uh, you know do it, and the only thing that was uh, said to me was, "I need your belt." Yes. Yeah, just to give you guys a little, you know, a little imagination. Yeah. 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 That uh, the that belt. escalated. The belt. The belt. Yeah, I I stopped. You were the, not. You were not down with the belt. I stopped a couple things that they tried to do with the belt, and they were they were just yelling in Spanish at me <laughs> and to each other. Yeah. And I remember just ripping the belts off, like of what they were doing. And I was just like, no. And they were just yelling in Spanish. And I go. Don't understand and don't care. Not happening. And you don't. You probably don't know because you were like you know on stage like in the focal points of it. The amount of money that was raining down during that song, like yeah. on the floor at the end of it. Holy God! I ripped out money out of my pocket while on the stage and made it Did rain. You? Oh yeah, oh, I, uh, I was on the stage and grabbed the ones out of my pockets and started throwing them in the air, even on the stage. Oh, I remember that. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So man, we had a ton of fun. I. It's just been the last two days. I've just been going through just what happened during the weekend and. I, I haven't had fun like that in a long time, man. It's one of those I wish we could just do that every weekend. I hate yeah. that something has to like drastically happen in someone's life to to do something crazy and fun like that with the boys. Yeah. It's something I feel like we should do more often. 
and you don't all, and we don't have to and and the strip club thing doesn't have to happen because I know that's the part that really hits people's bank. But outside, but even that, honestly, yeah, you're taking away the strip club part. Oh my, a, we still it was oh. a normal weekend. Like we made out well. Like we didn't spend thousands of dollars. Like no. we, we went out to eat a couple times. And there were basic places, and then we went to like the Caribbean club. And drinks are like fucking four dollars there. Yeah, like we went to cheap places, and then we drank and ate at home and made food. Like yep. it really wasn't like. Anywhere else we would have gone, we've been eating out every night. We would have been drinking out every night, and like yeah. that, we didn't do. We, we we ended up going back to the house and like drinking out of bottles and mm-hmm. shotgunning beers, and yeah, it wasn't wasn't too bad. Yeah, it was. Uh, we killed it. Uh, that's the batch party wrap up. I mean, we could do a we could do. I mean, a two part episode of just that. Yeah, there's all kinds of stories and ins and outs on there that that could be mentioned but they won't because it's a bachelor party and mm-hmm. sometimes those things they they stay behind closed doors and if you want to hear about it come out and have a beer with us and and we'll gladly talk about everything yeah. that happened you know but that's the fun yeah. about it you know you know as uh as your best man as your brother i was just i didn't expect it but man by the end of it i i was patting myself on the back it was a good one. I was like, "Holy shit, this came together." It 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 really did come together. Everything everything went smooth. Uh, nobody got out of out of hand or out of line. And nope, no everybody, trouble. Everybody just got absolutely shit faced. That was the the funnest part. By the end of the night, I mean Saturday night, people were in rare rare form. I've never seen, I've seen Doug that fucked up. Yeah, Doug being. Like one of my best friends, I, I I've seen him like that before. I wouldn't say all the time by any means, but I I've seen him like that before. But that's that's that, the extent. Yeah. That's him at his max. And yeah. At the end of that night on Saturday, he was truly at his yeah. his capacity. Yeah. And that's rare. Yeah, that is. You were and good. Duck you were good. Oh yeah. You were I, good. I know not that to, you don't ever get like that, though. Like no, I know how to handle mine. I'm yeah, not, you don't ever like. I never know. get to the point where I'm like slipping or falling over yeah. or making like really, really stupid decisions. Like I know my limit. I know when I'm done. I know when to cut it off. Like all right, I've had enough. Yeah. It's getting late. Like that's I I know when to when to call it quits. Yeah. Um. So we're we're not gonna do uh you know really a janitor's closet this week. But, um, you know, we we're not going to do any uh, what did you learn this week. But um, I don't know if you did. You listen to the last episode. You, are we able to get around to the last episode? I don't know if I did, honestly. We The last episode, I wanted to go over it just with you because I know uh, you are a big fan of last episode's Peacock. Uh, last episode, we did Eagles of Death Battle. Ooh, that would have been a good one. So um, I just wanted to like, we're not like I said, we're not going to do a Janice Closet, but... Uh, I wanted to just uh, go over with you Eagles of Death Metal is the shit. They're fantastic. Right? I mean, anything to do or in kind of involved with Queens of the Stone Age. The realm of... It's, 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 it's up my alley. I mean... Yeah. Do you remember when you first uh, were introduced to Eagles? I don't, honestly. I really don't. I think it was uh, Ashley, our sister... Uh, when she was in college and uh, when she was with uh, her boyfriend, Eli, mm-hmm. I think they were the ones that kind of introduced us. I could see that. Because we were on the forefront of that shit, mm-hmm. you know? But uh um, Eagles of Death Metal, uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Josh Hami, I had a, 
had a few people, you know, reach out, didn't know uh, about the Josh Homme being involved on that. I mean, Queens of the Stone Age is, is arguably my favorite band. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, I, I, I had favorite a few... live band too. Queens of the Stone oh, Age. Oh my God! Yeah, seeing them live is melts my head in. And, and we've seen them a couple times. Yeah, he's just a rock star. He just brings he's me. Just he just rock. rock they just rock, and then he just like literally. If someone's like a like a rock star to me, it's him. Like he brings it all to the at least the performances I've seen him at. Remember last time when we saw him? Yeah, breaking equipment. Break. <laughs> Thank you. Kicking over speakers Kicking on stage. Over... Like, Breaking his guitar, like cigarette in the like neck of his guitar. Always like just kicking over and breaking equipment like towards the end of it. And to me, like that is just like rock. Like my favorite part of that show was when he, uh, because it was at I forget the whatever the the name of the it was it wasn't the band show or was it the band? No, I think where it was. Yeah, it was at the Bayshore Bayshore Front Park. Yeah, it was Bayfront or Bayfront. And my favorite part was when. Because uh, facing the stage across the street is like a million dollar condo. Yep. And remember, condos, yeah. And remember, he goes, he, he goes, he goes, he goes, let's all say fuck you to the uh, rich <laughs> assholes in the condo that yep. we're facing. Mm-hmm. That was nice. That was nice. But uh, um, yeah, so uh, let's get into it here. Um, it's gonna be, uh, you, you know, not the, like the normal episode, of, like going back and forth, because it's a, a little bit of an emergency with Jordan being out. So, I have, I have one major topic that I actually uh, ran into today that I want to uh, talk to you about before we get into the peacock. Did you see this stuff that came out today with Drake? And was it the hot sauce thing in his condoms? Yes. I like briefly was scrolling through Instagram when I saw that, and, and then I, I did I quickly, you read? I quickly scrolled because I was like, "Is this even real? This is dumb. Like, how are you putting hot sauce in your condom? Like, so, all right, so you 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 scrolled. Yeah, quick scroll past. So before we get into it, I want to just ask you because you scrolled, what do you think the story was? I think it was that he puts hot sauce in his condoms. And something about so he he doesn't impregnate or something. I don't remember. Do you think the hot sauce in the condom was put in when? I assumed before. Right. That's what I thought. So. I mean, what's the point in doing it after? Right. So this the story is. Oh, is it so people don't so take the, his semen? So and the story is um, the the Instagram model is suing Drake. Mm-hmm. Um. And so uh, Drake uh, had a night out uh, over the over the the weekend. Took the Instagram model back. Instagram model spilled the beans. This is all from the Instagram model. Should be that's expected. And um, they went back and smoked a little weed. And you know she was like, Drake's all about you know consent, making sure like yo, do you want to have sex? Like giving giving he wants the verbal confirmation. And she gives it to him. Uh, she says he starts, uh, you know, sucking on the titties and stuff. And uh, she even comments on his dick. Okay. Good. S- he, she goes, yo, well, solid. No. She said solid 17 inches and around and girth wise. Big, big two. Okay. That's, uh, that's yeah. something. Good she didn't him. dog him. Didn't dog him. 
and uh, she says, uh, she said, uh, you know, we we plowed for twenty minutes. She said, uh, Drake, it was pretty much all fucking from the caboose, you know, yeah. from behind. Of course, which is, you know, that's what we do. I mean, what else would you do? It's an Instagram model. Yeah, and uh, they bang. Um, he uh, he he uh, he immediately once they're done, he goes to the bathroom, take the condom off, and uh, you know, disposes of the condom. And this is this is where it's like a little fucky. So then she goes to the bathroom after. Mm. And this is like the questions I want to ask her. She grabs the condom out of the, a, little, a little momentum out of the uh, what do you mean? Something oh, is not what it's called, like a little keepsake. Yeah, well, that's exactly that's what I think she was doing. And Drake. She she pulls the condom out of the uh, the trash and Drake's it's tied it's tied up. So she grabs the condom, unties it, and then pours it into her okay. vagina. Ouch! 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 Deserving starts yelling. Drake comes into the bathroom and goes, "Yo, what's going on in here?" She goes, my, I'm on fire over here. And he goes, well, that's because I put a packet of hot sauce. I keep, I, I keep that condom on me. And then right next to it in my toiletry bag is a little packet of picante sauce. This guy's onto something. This guy's onto something, right? Yeah. And he, and he goes, and I pour it in there to just make sure it kills all of the, the sperm, the semen. Okay. You know? And, uh. I think it's brilliant. This is a guy that has obviously been through, you know, girls. Because that's got, what she was doing. Was was is that what she was doing? Absolutely, he's got to protect himself. She was trying to squirt back up in and impregnate, right? I I can't picture any other situation of why she would she'd be doing what she was doing. That's illegal. It should be. It should. It's not, but it should be. It absolutely should be. You you should not be able to be like, yo, I'm impregnated by you, and it's because I squeezed back up in. Mm. Respect the hustle. I mean, he's going up in my books with this play. So ready for uh, so ready for my uh, my uh, I think I have I have an invention. Okay. You know how? Remember those uh, those menthol cigarettes that you uh, would break. Ah, you have like you sure one I'm of those with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would break the little ball in it, and okay. if you broke the ball in the menthol cigarette, it would make it a menthol. Yeah, it's perfect. What if, what if you and I, we make condoms where there's a little ball in it that's got a little picante sauce in it, mm. and then at the end of it, when you're done, you break the ball and it releases the hot sauce into it, and it. I like that. What do you think about that? Could I mean, if. Knowing that Drake could potentially be our number one customer, I'd call it a million dollar deal. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. I mean, there's one of those where I don't need a million people. I just need a billionaire to be a customer. Because you know Drake's already he's he's gone through this before. There's there's something that has happened, you know, before where like a girl's tried to do this. And I feel like someone else, another rapper, another celebrity's been like, you know what you gotta do? You gotta keep a you gotta keep a couple packets on you. And he goes, oh, not good idea. Yeah, that's an odd one, man. I mean. What's the name should, of that condom? Shame, Hot on ones? This, shame on this girl. 
What's the name of that condom that 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 we're that that we're inventing? What's the name of that? You got anything on like off the rip? Mm. Hot ones. I'd almost say hot pocket, but that's already taken. Hot, <laughs> hot, po- <laughs> hot pockets. I don't know, man. That's a that's a tough one. This girl's crazy. Jesus, yeah. right? So like, why did you do him? that? And, and she's trying to sue him now. I hope her vagina is on fire for weeks to come with a you thank you thank you you saw my face when you said that i mean it was a layup i laid myself up yeah laid oh god i mean there's what's the name of like there's so there's trojans there's duraxes is there anything after that what's is it magnums well those are just a type of oh okay i don't know yeah, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to think of a name for our. I haven't used condoms in years, man. I don't. I never I mean, used them. God, I can't stand them. Am I right? The worst. The worst. You know, give me chlamydia or just or, or, you know, yeah. or uh, you know, take my chances. Right. Um. Let's uh. Let's uh. Are we good? Are you good? Are you good on Drake there? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I think that's enough Drake for the foreseeable future for me, for sure. Okay. Let's uh let's get into the peacock. Let's do it. This week's peacock um, is actually uh, it's a good one. I, I when I knew Ben was coming on, I kind of like you know try to go up an avenue that you knew the person, so you would help me out. It wasn't just me talking. Okay. Um, and when I chose it, because I have a, a you know a running list always. Uh, when I chose it and started getting into it. It's it's actually really good. Okay. Um, ben, tell them where uh, tell them about the peacock. Tell them you know where they can find the peacocks and music on Spotify. Yes, it's where it can always be found. It's always there. You're you're an avid listener, right? Of course. That's how you listen. Spotify's number one fan. Spotify's number one fan, and know that when Ben says that, he's lying. Ben hates Spotify. I don't. I don't hate Spotify. I like it a little bit more now. Because I think I found that there is an artist radio thing on it. I mean, Spotify is what I use now every day. Because my work computer won't let me do Pandora. So now I'm screwed into using Spotify. But on my phone and stuff, it's always Pandora. But I would say Spotify definitely has less commercials. And now I figured out how to do the artist radio. As opposed to only the artist songs. Like the artist radio that only plays their songs. But I feel like I remember when you were like, you know, starting out was on Spotify, you were unhappy with the radio that they were giving you. You thought Pandora was giving you better well, songs. Well, because they weren't. Well, yeah, because you can like and dislike. You can thumbs you up and thumbs yeah. down songs on Pandora. And you can't do that. Which immediately will tell them like, hey, fuck off with this artist. I don't like this song or this artist. And then the more and more you thumbs down an artist, they're going to be like, okay, Spotify take this one out of there. 
So that was one where I was like, I can kind of tool it into after like years of a, a playlist or an artist. I just have a really um, you a built great up, formula yeah. with an artist. So uh, when I say this artist, I'm going to look at you and I want you to be like, yes, I'm well versed or no. Okay. So uh, this week's Peacock in music is Peter Tosh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm familiar with Peter Tosh. What yeah. I say, I can name weed all the stuff. Weed is no. tight. Weed is tight. Weed is tight. I've been around the block with Peter Tosh. Yeah. Uh, Peter Tosh, uh, born October 19th, 1944, died September 11th, 1987. Quick one. In and out. Um. Uh, reggae artist, if you guys don't know. Um, I th- think this might be our first reggae artist of uh, of the uh, of the pod. Damn, before Bob. Yeah, well, you know, you know, when we do these peacocks, it's like I'm not going to do Led Zeppelin. I'm not going to do Bob Marley. I'm not going to do the Rolling Stones, you That's know? Fair. Like, Bob's, Bob's, Bob's a classic. How I mean, do you know how Bob died? Yeah. Didn't he die of, um, didn't he have a, Come man, on, what baby. was it? It Come was, on, uh, he had some kind of like infection or something. Yeah, on his toe. In his, yeah, in his toe because he was a big soccer guy. There you go. It was not like gangrene. It was almost like it a. Was, uh, it was, it was, was yeah, it? it was, that's what it developed into. Yeah, it was like something like that that should have been like just a minor like infection. And he didn't. Uh, he didn't do anything about it. He because left it he's a it Rastafarian. Yes. And he doesn't believe in modern medicine. Correct. He believes that a weed will heal all. Well, he lost that one. He did, didn't he? He did. He did, didn't he? Uh, Peter Tosh, born in uh, Grange Hill, Jamaica, um, abandoned by his parents immediately. Um, so he had to, like, you know, live with his, uh, his, other, his other immediate family. Um, when he was 15 years old, his aunt died, and they moved to... Trench Town in Kingston, Jamaica. Shocker. Shocker. Not a shocker. Um, f- this was cool, actually. He uh, first learned how to play the guitar by um, watching this uh, Rasta country guy um, who used to play the guitar, like the local uh, kind of like stop and shop. Uh, he this guy would play the this song over and over again on his guitar, and Peter Tosh would watch. He would watch this guy, and he would watch his fingers on the on the you know the guitar and where they were placements, and he memorized them. And uh, eventually, like after like a week, he uh, asked the guy to use his guitar, and he started playing the song. And the guy said, "How do you know this song?" He goes from you i learned it from you and uh the guy was like holy shit you just watched me play damn so just just already showing you giving you a little peek into the genius of who he is because you just watch someone play you already know it yeah that's pretty incredible um so during the 60s uh tosh um, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's into music. He, he meets this, uh, this vocal teacher in Trenchtown called Joe Higgs and Joe Higgs, uh, is the one that teaches him about music, vocals, harmonies, all that takes him under the wing 
and uh, you know starts teaching them like the ins and outs. And Joe Higgs is actually the one who introduces him to uh, Robert Nesta Marley, Bob Marley, and uh, Bunny Whaler. Um, they uh, Bob Marley, who he's not really Bob Marley at that point, but Bob and Bunny and Peter Tosh start a trio, like a little band. They're not even a band, they're just a trio. They don't even have a name. And Joe Higgs gets them a bunch of like, you know, very rudimentary gigs around Jamaica to play, side of the road type stuff. Um, But Bob leaves, and Bob goes to Delaware. Uh, Like anybody from uh, Trenchtown, Jamaica would. Yes, and he goes with his mom to the U.S. for a couple years. Um, and Bob comes back, um, and he's just, he does, he's like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm diving in head first into this Rastafarian movement and this reggae shit. So when Bob comes back, uh, at this point, Peter Tosh has already started his own band called the Whale and Whalers, um, with, with two chicks, a couple other people, bunny whalers in there. Um, and when Bob comes back and dives into the Rastafarian stuff, uh, Peter goes, all right, you can come in on this. Bunny's like, you can come on this. They kind of get rid of the other two, you know, women singers, make them like kind of like background singers and they drop the whale in and they just call themselves the whalers. This is the beginning of Bob on the whalers, but you know, at this point they were still the whalers. And I actually didn't know this. This was another like you know nugget that I didn't know. Peter Tosh was the only one that knew how to. He knew how to play all the instruments. He taught Bob Marley how to play the guitar. He taught Bunny Whaler how to play you know the bass. He taught everybody in the Whalers how to play their instruments. Okay, so he's the he's the guy. He was that dude. I didn't know that. Um, so. The uh, the whalers uh, they get a little traction. They link up with um, uh, some American songwriters and record uh, executives, uh, Danny uh, Danny Sins and Johnny Nash. Johnny Nash is uh, you know a black guy. He's predominantly a songwriter, and Danny Sins is the white guy that has the connections with the record label. Gets them a record contract with uh, Jad Records, J-A-D, I think it's Jad, uh, Jad Records, um, and then Jad Records eventually gets um, uh, bought out by Island Records, which Island Records is the record label that everyone knows now that all of Bob's stuff has been put out. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Gotta wet the whistle there, bud. Um... So when they go to Island Records, that's where they get opened up to all the other producers and they link up with Lee, Scra- uh, Lee, uh, Lee Scratch Perry. Rest in peace. I believe he died last year, year before. Um, you know, they, because when they were the Whalers, they were predominantly doing ska music. And if you don't know, or for people out there that don't know, ska music was up tempo. Is up tempo type of reggae. It's it's reggae island music, but it's up tempo. 
like skanking type music. And that's what they were predominantly doing. It wasn't until they hooked up with Lee, Lee Scratch Perry and these, and these other producers on Island Records that they were like, yo, slow that shit the fuck down. Let's start doing dubby stuff. And really, the Bob Marley, Peter Tosh sound, it's reggae music, but it's called rock steady. It's called rock steady reggae. That's what that, that type of music is called. One of my favorite songs by The Whispers. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Um, so they, uh, they hook up with Island Records. They put, out their, they put out their first three albums, The Wailers, in 1973, all in the same fucking year. Catch a Fire, Burning, and Natty Dread all come out in the same year, which was, like, incredible to me. Because uh, Catch a Fire and, and, and Burning are, like, amazing albums. Um, so they do that in 1973. Um, but also what happens in 1973 is Peter Tosh gets in a really bad car accident. Um when he's uh when he's uh visiting visiting London, he's with one of his girlfriends, Evelyn. Um they they drive on the other side of the road over there. There's a big crash on the other lane. It went it came over into their lane. It kills Evelyn, and Peter Tosh gets fucked up real bad. He has like a really severe like skull injury. Um, and that kind of like uh once that happens, the uh, the record label Island Records kind of starts to distance themselves from Peter Tosh because Peter Tosh is the brain of the Whalers still at this point, but and he wants to put out his solo stuff. But the record label's like, ah, not much of the brains after a skull injury. <laughs> <laughs> well done, bad burn. Um, so. Tosh gets, he wants to put out his solo stuff. Island Record, Island Record goes, nah, we're not doing it. Um, and so Peter Tosh goes, you know, I'm, I'm fucking out of here then. And Bunny Whaler even goes, I'm fucking, we're, I'm with him. I'm fucking out too. Like, this is the guy that's the genius of the group. He's the one that taught us all of our shit. So they leave. And also, mind you, on those first three albums, Peter Tosh wrote Get Up, Stand Up. He wrote... 400 years he wrote no sympathy like he wrote big 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 tracks for like the whalers like he's that so just to give you an idea of like this guy's the man mm. so uh he leaves uh island records and he uh gets picked up by cbs records which is a loose affiliate of island records and in 1976 he finally releases his solo album legalize it which uh is one of the first albums that our father Got me that legalized it. Remember that album when he's like sitting in the the marijuana fucking yep. fields? Yep. Remember that? Oh yeah. That was the first album that, that dad got you. It was one of the very first albums that like dad yeah, dad got me. I remember what my first one was that he got. What was it? Stocking stuffer one. Bad brains. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. It's a good one. Yeah. That was good. He knew us. Crazy introductions. Yeah. Um so yeah, he puts out Legalize It, but he doesn't have the full backing of CBS Records and stuff to like money wise to put out his uh, first album. So he actually has a little he does a little smuggling operation. 
little weed smuggling operation that he uses to fund to be able to do that first album. Um, CBS Records is also, at this point in time, the Rolling Stones, uh, you know, they, they're already huge, but they, they did like the Beatles did. The Beatles, they made, they created Apple Records. They, Apple, Apple Records was like their record label that the Beatles made. So the Rolling Stones in turn were like, well, we got to have our own. So they made Rolling Stones records Mm -hmm. and, uh, they were, they loved, Peter Tosh and that whole like reggae sound. So they Rolling Stones records signed Peter Tosh to like their record label and uh, the Stones and Peter Tosh actually do a collab. They do a collab record. Well, it's Peter Tosh's record, but Mick and Keith Richards are like on like a bunch of the songs of that record label, mainly uh, 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 what's it called? Bush. Bush doctor Bush. Yeah. Was is is it Bush Doctor? I think is like the main uh, record that they did on that, like which is featuring uh, Mick Jagger on it and vocals, and Keith Richards is doing a tons of guitar on like the whole record. So that gives Peter Tosh a huge bump. You know he's uh, you know he so he starts writing that, um, and leaning on his success with the Rolling Stone stuff. This is when he starts getting fucking mad political, and Peter Tosh gets into the political business way before Bob Marley and them did it. And he was way more about that life than Bob Marley did it, where he was like, weed should be legal. You you know, you you know, the white man's fucking treating us like shit. Um, you know, started getting to like, you know, that gorilla fucking militia. Like, you know, that's when he started wearing camo and stuff that militia life and record labels aren't down with that. Mm. You know what I mean? As you, I mean, as you can already see. Oh. So his political views and stuff start coming into the fact, and that's when record labels start really distancing some, themselves from him. He starts picking up on that and because uh, he was so outspoken, and he finally kind of just like puts himself into a self-imposed uh, exile, and he hooks up with a medicine man from, from, uh, from Africa, and he really just kind of gets away from the music and he's just he's not into the to the music stuff anymore because he's more of you know into that political shit um fast forward to uh September 11th 1987 his death <sighs> this this Jamaica's wild Jamaica's wild man I can see it. Jamaica's wild. He's sitting at his home in Kingston. Um, three gang members busting the door, AK 47s, uh, looking for money. The guy, the head of the gang, uh, Dennis Lepo, uh, Dennis Lepo Laban, uh, actually, Peter Tosh knows him. He was in jail for a long time. Early, uh, you know, years earlier, and when he got out, Peter tried to help him, you know, get him, get his back, get him back on his feet. Um, they they bust in the door, and they want money. They're demanding money. Peter's like, I got, I ain't got, I got no money here. I got, I have no money. And they're like, I don't fucking believe you. They and they kidnap him for seven to eight hours that day. 
and and uh, the story they said like and there was people that were coming over to Peter Tosh's house they would go visit them they would yank them and bring them in inside and, and put and kidnap them too and tie them up and so everyone's all tied up there there's like eight people tied up and they just want money and Peter's like I got fucking nothing here dude and they uh Lepo and, and them they get they finally they get frustrated because there's just no money they're giving them they're giving him nothing and uh they fucking say fuck it man they fucking open fire on everybody and they mow them all down they he killed takes, everyone they killed they kill everybody tosh takes two fucking bullets to the head immediately dead um and they uh you know they arrest they arrest the the they arrest Lepo, they arrest the other two guys in the gang. Um, he pleads guilty, uh, sentenced to death by hanging. Fitting. Fitting. Um, later on, um, years like a couple years later, they uh, they say let's not hang him. We'll just give him you know life. So he's so Lepo is still in jail to this day. Uh, for the murder of Peter Tosh, um, and uh, it's it's a it's a tragic ending to me. It's uh, it's doesn't it's it, it doesn't seem. I don't know how those those people can get away with that stuff. I know it's like Jamaica and all that stuff, but one thing when I got to the end of the story and like that's how he died, it feels like there should be just advocates for like making sure this guy fucking should be hanged or something, man. He shouldn't be. And they wouldn't let the other two guys, the other two gay members, they wouldn't like, you know, the, the courts in Jamaica wouldn't, you know, release their names. They're still in jail too. And, uh, that's, uh, that's how he died. That was that, that, that's the ending to his story. Fucking was, you know, just chilling in his place. Just fucking being, he was tor- And they were all, that was another thing too. Everybody, when he was the, when they were there, gang member, they were torturing them, torturing all of them, trying to get shit out of them. And there's like, I got nothing. Yeah, what a shame. Shame. It's a fucked up world. It is. That's 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 terrible. Yeah. So uh, that's your Peacock and music. Uh, go check it out. Uh, Peacock's and music uh, in, in Spotify. Uh, grab some choice tracks from you. Do you have a? Do you off the top of the head? You know any uh, Peter Tosh uh, songs that you love? Uh the legalize it one is is a is a big one, but I can't say that I can quote. I'm bad at that though. Yeah. Someone asked me the other day. It's like if I was wearing like a band shirt of my favorite band, they're like, "Hey, name me your top three songs." Then probably couldn't even do that i'm just not good with like names of songs and albums and stuff um like right now one of your favorite artists are chris stapleton name me three songs right now i mean i can name three songs from him go outlaw state of mine halo um i think might as well get stoned as one um tennessee whiskey everyone knows that one and you don't even have you don't even own a band t-shirt from uh, stapleton no, right. I don't. I don't own any. You're not a band t-shirt guy. I don't guy. own many band t-shirts, anyways. If you, I've seen, you and I both aren't. I don't, I don't have, need. To, I don't have any either. I don't wear need to wear a t-shirt to let people know that I like that person. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. It's never been my 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 gig, my shtick. You know, like, it's, it's weird. I don't need to go to a place to buy something to 
say that I was there. Like, right. I was there. I know I was there. You know, like I we, lived it. We've, uh, you've rallied the troops. We've got, uh, we've got a, we've got a, we've got a big, uh, big gig coming up that we're going to go see. We're going to go see someone special. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've got everyone on board on that one. Marcus well, no. King. Well, the Marcus King band. Marcus King band. Yeah. That guy's insane. He's not a peacock, but he, right now he's a little, he will be in the future. Give yeah. him a Marcus a good, King's coming to town. Give him like twenty plus years. I mean, he's young. He's in like his early twenties. The guy can fucking shred, man. Yeah, he's a stud. That guy's an absolute stud. He is. Go a, check him out. He's a freak of nature. He's, he's he he's uh is he rock is he country? Uh, he's not country. No, I, I think he falls into like that kind of bluegrassy rock and roll like whole thing he's got like horns and stuff on some of his in his band and all that so he shreds in the guitar he's kind of he reminds me of almost like a gary clark jr but a yeah little, maybe a, probably a little bit more country great comparison the gary clark definitely kind of reminds me of that yeah definitely gary clark um uh before we get into the our last topic here because it just hit me did you listen to the episode when we talked about charles bradley um i don't recall do you remember i remember seeing him in memphis and i told that story of when we went into the uh when it was raining uh-huh and we went into the uh the tent the tent mm-hmm. that was a random <coughs> this a random a random just like right turn of events to catch him and, and we had no idea who he was we had no plans to see him he wasn't on our radar and we just wanted to get covered uh smoke our devil's lettuce and mm-hmm. boy did we uh we land in the right spot now i've gotten pushback on this from uh like scott and doug and i've been wanting to actually because there's nothing I, now it's coming to me now and i, I want to tell you is my memory incorrect with the hollow notes that weekend what is what about it do you remember in the alleyway when we were smoking a joint. In the alleyway, right? Yep. We went in the alleyway mm-hmm. to go smoke a doob on Beale Street. Yep. And we saw... I don't remember if it was Daryl Hall or John Oates. I don't remember. It, I think was it was one of them. I think it was Daryl Hall. It was the dark-haired one. Which one's that? That's John Oates. I think it was him. Okay. But it was them. Yeah. And we recognized them. Absolutely. And we were like, yo! Yeah. They ran to their van. Yeah. And left, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've gotten pushback on that from uh, the from the people that like went with us, and I was like, "That's my memory of it." Yeah, that was it. Was a quick one. Was they a, were it like was really quick. They were like leaving the back of a bar or a club or something. Yeah, and we just happened to be back. They there were like over there. Yeah, they just happened to be doing our thing, and we just kind of looked over and I think just recognized. Now, you know, you, maybe it was Daryl Hall actually, because I feel like it had. To have been, I thought it was Daryl Hall. I think it had to have been him actually. Now that I'm recalling, because he's so much more recognizable. Yeah. Because they weren't close to us. And it might have been both of them, honestly. Right? Actually, yeah. Because they weren't close. They were like... No, they weren't super close at all. Do you you remember the other run-in? Flavor Flav. Yeah, thank you. Uh It was in the the front of the hotel. We 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 were all getting out of our cars and stuff like that, and he was getting out of his car. We had to get pissed. Mm -hmm. I I pissed next to him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a weekend, man. That was something. What was it? The was it Mem- uh, Memphis in May? Memphis in May. I get the uh, updates on my phone all the time of the festival. It still happens. You want to go back? 
I could make it make a little ride back to Memphis. You want to go back? Memphis is a cool spot. That was fun. They have a it. I remember the lineup just being so crazy, and I remember I think it was just like super cheap, if I recall. Like it was a really yeah. like non-expensive festival. It, the lineup was super cheap, and it was a miserable weekend. Oh, absolutely! It was cold and rainy, and we were just so unprepared. Oh yeah! Like I remember, we were just—I feel like half people that we wanted to see, like we just barely saw because it was just so shitty. Yeah, the weather was just so bad, and it was all just mud. Everything yeah. was just mud, so it just made for like kind of a. We a all had bags, festival. yeah, on our feet. Yeah, just made for a shitty festival because then we couldn't really go out afterwards, and we want to go to bars and restaurants and all the drugs involved that we were we were all just we were kind of all over the place. Yeah, we had I think we had so many drugs. And we drove we, there. Yeah, yeah, through the night, and I think we, we I think we had so many drugs too that uh, we didn't even end up using it all. We just pitched it. Yes. Right. Yep. We just pitched. We said fuck it. Yep. That wasn't even working for us. We we're like you know. Yep. Lost and, cause. And then all four of us stayed in the same hotel room. Massive mistake. Massive. Terrible. Feel bad for the like, next person that stayed in that room. Like, not even, like, like we, like, it was four of us, and we shared twin beds, I yeah. think, right? It was bad. It was bad. And we're all, like, decently sized human beings. Yeah. Even at that time. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was dumb. I mean, we were young. We didn't give a shit at that point. We were just, we were complete troopers. Yeah. So to us, it was just, like, a night in college. Yeah. Um, got one last thing here. Uh, not like, you know, crazy, you know, good, but I wanted to, uh, you know, get your, your take on it. I saw, uh, Norway. Okay. They, their policy, their rules, their, whatever you want, their laws there. Every single person in the country of Norway their income is posted uh, for uh, publicly. Interesting. What do you think about that? Knowing. I like it. Knowing everyone's. Because um, I've always thought... I'm going to cut you off for you. Because I've always thought... I hate how there's the faux pas, you know, in this country or in, in society where you're not allowed to ask how much someone else makes. Like, do you care if someone, like if someone asks how much do you make, do you lie or do you tell them the truth? I tell them the truth. I tell them the truth. Yeah, no, it's like asking like their weight or their age. Like, yeah. I, I think it just comes down to people being sensitive. Now income, that's a little bit different than like your age and all these other things. I think that's all like people are too sensitive about. Now what you make, do I think it should be public knowledge? No, I don't think it should be public knowledge. Do I hate it? Not necessarily, but I don't think it should be posted everywhere what what I make or what somebody else makes or whatever it is. I like I like I would like to know what other people in my industry or even my job are exactly what they're fucking because then we're all on the same fucking I mean, I would love to I would love to know what a lot of other people in my industry make for right? sure. But then it would just make for a kind of fucked up situation where if I know somebody else is making more, then I'm going to be fighting for that in our company or vice versa. You know what I mean? Like knowing that these guys or girls make less or more like, yeah, that's, that's a tough one. I don't know. I, if I, I feel would like, like that's good. That. I feel like that's like that's I feel like it's good that you should know that someone else is making. 
I don't hate it. Um, but it's a it's a weird flex. It's a, it's a weird flex. Yeah. I want to know. I want to know everyone's shit. I want to fucking know what everyone's making. Sounds like you're getting a one way ticket to Norway then. Yeah. Nah, I don't want to go there. No, you don't. No way. I'm I'm cool here. Yeah. You know. I mean, I'm 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 with you. I mean, you're not leaving here, right? I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. I'm stuck here. Um, that's the episode. Uh, are we good? Do we? Is there anything else we need to hit on? Uh, you know, we still haven't. We still have, we still have an exchange. Fucking uh, Christmas gifts. Yeah. Nobody you know else I mean? responded in the group text to it. No day. one responded. I was ready to get it going. You were ready to get it going because I, you know, I blame Jill. Yeah, everyone does, which is fine. I take that blame. I'm all right with that. Um, but now it's not on me. Did you get me something good? Do you like the gift that you got me? Um, it's all right. I don't think I don't think it, yours was was the best by any means. You you were a tough one for some reason. Am I usually a tough one? Um, no. I wouldn't say that you're tough. No, you're not. You're not a tough one. But it hasn't. I haven't gotten anything that's like blowing it up or like setting the world on fire i'm i want to stamp my name on it like super proud of um who who do do you think who who do you like who what was the only gift that you're like i killed that person do you have one um i would say probably dad i would say i killed dad this year i always i feel like yeah you always that is just do. the one where i i mean yeah that's I right like you I, always kill dad i feel like i come in like the 23rd hour or something and i just somehow like i get him something good i don't know because a lot of like weird things speak to him and like i don't know i don't know well you, you usually and i don't know if you did it last year the last couple you were on that trend of as seen on tvs well, that still goes. Is that still going? Every year. Did you, you do this year again? He always will get something that's as seen the, on you TV. Do the, 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 this year again? He'll get something from as seen on TV every single year. Um, can, You want to tell me? Which is kind of... Can you, can, can you tell me just no. for like the audience? No. For, not, not for me, for the audience. No. It's, and what it's, you got, Dad? Because Ben always... Like, guys, Ben has a thing with my dad where i think usually, honestly for like almost 10 years now you've been yeah doing and it. it's usually flash you get them asked like as seen on literally as seen on t- tv gifts and they're, they're getting harder they're getting more and more hard because there's, there's no more of those no there's not many like infomercials for like as seen on tvs like, like the first you get them like a chia pet or something you know like i don't know i've gotten some weird ones a lot of them are flashlight like theme. my favorite one that you got him was the uh Putting on the sock helper. That was a good one. Remember that one? Never used it, but it was a great one. Remember that? Like, Absolutely. It was like, it looked like this like plastic. It was like a little plastic blue thing that you don't have to like lean down and put your sock on. Yeah. Like, you, you can look, put it on there and then you scoop it down and it swoops onto your foot. It was like a funny gift, but now like the older and older he gets, he's going to need that. Oh yeah. He's got it. You know? He's got it on the old back burner. Yeah. Um... So you you don't I feel like let's for, no, for not for me are, for them no these are gifts they got to be surprises this is one where like the sock holder you can tell them in the future what it is but I'm not gonna remember it. well for all I know we're not at this rate we're not gonna exchange gifts for a few months and he's gonna listen <laughs> to an episode or somebody will like right who knows um uh before we sign off too uh, I want to say uh, yo 
Wedding is approaching. Went to the courthouse today. Did you? Yep. Yeah, signed, locked it in. Signed the life away. Listened to the guy next to me with his wife, I guess. I don't know what they were. Well, what, um, what, what was it? What, what was the dynamic? Uh, it was, you have to swear, like, is this your first marriage? Is this that? And he's like, and it was his fourth, this is his fourth marriage. How do you, and then oh, immediately you after signing the papers, he proceeded to ask the lady. Um, a lot of questions. Well, to me, it was like, I was a weird kind of dynamic that they were getting married also like she had a passport and then he had a license so i was just like okay already kind of suspect um but yeah it was like his fourth marriage and then he literally got the papers back and asked the lady at the booth or whatever where can i get my divorce or can i get divorce documents <laughs> and then she gave directions to the other building like oh it's this way the third floor and that's where archives are for like divorce stuff oh my so god I was just like okay man and oh, with the new man. out the old immediate like didn't even waste any time asked at that moment like where do i get the divorce things and it's like that's a pre-arranged if you thing, do that right? like around your like new new bride like that's kind of Did like she a, i i mean you know i don't know they were like they were in like their 50s for sure like older i i don't want to like get in trouble like, was there? Did she look foreign? Did he look? Like, yeah, they looked like they're from the islands or something. Yeah, had an accent and everything. Um, it it was a it was a weird dynamic. Like both not a good looking couple. Like I said, much right. older. Um, yeah, it was an odd one. Okay, so side like the, the question that comes up that was very fitting for them for me when they asked that to us. I was like, what the fuck is that? They go, are you guys related? Like when you have your right hand up and they ask you like, "Have you been married?" Like, "Are you guys related?" Like that was like one of the questions. And when they asked me, that was just like, oh, "Fuck no." Fuck no. But like now I get it after seeing those two right. why they asked that question. Right? Could be. Could be. Like, hey, maybe you're trying to get your family over. Um, dude, I think yeah, I think, bro, I think you got, I think you got the one. I think you did good. Yeah, it's gonna be a great one. We're in the, we're locking all the details down for it and. Any other We're in the crunch. Any loose ends? You good to go? Yeah, no, no loose ends that I can think of. Everything's everything's pretty much in motion. Yeah, I can't think of uh I can't think of anything. Um it's gonna be it's gonna be I think it's gonna be pretty good. Absolutely it is. You know? Oh yeah. I got uh Scotty staying here. Okay, nice. You know, Scotty staying here. Um most of the families here, I guess. I guess mom's side is slipping up. Yeah, a lot of them. That was a lot of them are here. A lot of them are are sharing the bed. But to me, I'm fine with that. Like, they're not the ones that are gonna make or break the wedding. You know? Yeah. I wish they were gonna be there, but it's not one where <clears throat> I'm terribly hurt by it. You know? Yeah. If you're not gonna be there, then that's we'll on you. We'll still send some checks. I can only hope. That's all. That's what we. That's what we fucking want. I mean, yeah, you know, Benny's is, got some plumbing issues over there that need to be attended to. This is this is hitting the bank, so this, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, guys. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Um, I always forget to say it, and I always want to say it in the beginning of the episodes, but I I don't even know if it matters. But we we're trying to pump this podcast up man we want we're trying to get more people pump away you know and pump, pump it, it doesn't work without 
you know, it's 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 half us, but it's half you guys. We love our fans, we love our listeners, but if you guys, man, if think of one person right now that you know might sort of be into like you know, the podcast, send it over to them, man. Give us some love. We wanna we wanna we wanna build this thing up, man. Like I don't want to work anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I want Ben to be able to like, you know, come in and, and he still has his job, but we, you know, we still you're on the you're on the books. We pay you. I'll take it. So like send it out, you know, get some more people. I mean, let's get some more likes, some more subscribes. You know, we we really honestly can't do it without you. Um the social media presence has been amazing. Dreffin kills it. But, you know, it, every episode, if you can just send it to one person that you love, God, I mean, I would appreciate it because we love doing it. We won't, we're not going to stop doing it, but the more and more interaction, the more and more people that we get intrigued on it that, that respond to polls on the Instagrams or whatever it is, like we're down with it. And, and also, too, now that I'm thinking about it, if you've got, and Ben, I'll say this to you too. If you've got uh, suggestions or ideas, you got some content of yeah. If you got some content or, or even suggestions or ideas of like people you want to hear them uh, hear from, like that's another thing too. Like this year, you know, this is our second year. We're gonna we're gonna start doing a lot more guests. So if there's guests or people that you know or friends or family that you think would be interesting, send them our way. Give us their contact. We would love to get them on, interview them. If they're interesting and you think people other would also like, you know, like to hear from them, you know, we're down with it. We just, we're just trying to push this army, man. We're trying to take over the world. It's, it's, it's Alexander the Great and it's Napoleon fucking, you know, dynamite type shit. It's, that's not his last name, but it is. Yeah, might as well be. Love you guys. See you next week. <laughs>